Hello, everyone. It's Lauren here. Welcome back to There's a Hack for That. I am doing a solo episode today about one of my ultimate life hacks, and that is the four agreements. This has actually impacted every part of my life, business, life, health, and I actually have been talking about this probably since 2018 when I found it. So today I want to walk you through the four agreements, give you a little bit of background on where it, what it is and how I found it and how it has been kind of the rule book for how I look at the world and my mindfulness practices as I'm dealing with all of the craziness that we encounter in our lives. If you have heard of the four agreements, I would love for you to join us over on our Instagram or our website and tell me a little bit more about your experience with it. Um, is there a certain agreement that you struggle with more than the others? I will share my example of that as well. Make sure to rate and review the podcast. And we'd love to know which episodes really resonate with you. Again, you can find them individually on our Instagram and as well as our website. There's a hack for that podcast.com. The Four Agreements is a best selling book by Don Miguel Ruiz, and you can find it on, in on Amazon. I will put a link in the show notes. You can find the show notes on our website. And it basically lines out this idea for a code of conduct that can be transformative to our lives as a way to kind of release from all of the um, kind of unrealistic expectations and things that we can't control. A lot of us spend a lot of time worrying, focusing, having lots of anxiety about all kinds of things we cannot control. And around 2018, it must it might have been early 2019, um, this book was published in uh, mid-2018. I found this through the online community and read it, ate it up, rumbled with it, to use a Brene Brown term and have adopted it as my personal code of conduct. We're going to walk through the four agreements, and I'll give you a little bit of background on how I have been using them, how they've changed my life. And as we go through, um, I'll give you some examples of what they mean. And if any of this resonates with you, I highly recommend snagging the book. It's like $6 on Amazon. It's very short and sweet, but it's one of those that I constantly go back to and we'll revisit the more information I have as I get further along in my life, the more some of these resonate with me. And these are this is the code of conduct that my family uses and that I hope to impart on my children at some point and my nieces and nephews and everyone around me. So let's dive right in to the first agreement. The first of the four agreements is be impeccable with your word. We have a tendency in our modern society to kind of edit ourselves for our audience, and that encroaches on your authenticity. And it also shields you from being vulnerable, which I'm all about vulnerability. I feel like it is a superpower of mine. So being impeccable with your word means to speak with integrity, say the things that you mean, speak about things that you value, um, avoid using words that speak against yourself or others. So gossiping 
or self-deprecation, which I am guilty of, but also drives me absolutely bonkers when I hear other people do it. I'll call it out as kindly as I can. Um, so avoid using words to speak against yourself or others and use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. So this could be standing up for someone if you hear or see a wrongdoing or learning about things that you're curious about, maybe um, in an advocacy space or if you meet someone whose story uh, piques your interest in a new way, learning about them and their story and maybe finding a way to integrate it into your life as a means of just knowing another perspective. I hope that makes sense. I'm doing this kind of on the fly because I'm challenging myself to really speak in the moment about how this practice has has helped me. So being impeccable with my word. So the first agreement has impacted my life because I used to have such crippling anxiety around um, being authentic and telling the truth. I used to, as, certainly as in my younger years, I wouldn't call myself a pathological liar, but I was a real good storyteller. And I knew how to sh shape shift myself and my story uh, for the audience to get what I needed. Um, this happened most frequently in business settings, networking. Um, nobody really knew me in a whole sense. And a lot of times I would keep things super surface, uh, kind of like a mystery woman. I've been told that that was kind of my persona in my past career. And I also, again, like I said, utilized self-deprecation um, to minimize my accomplishments. I was like somehow um, fearful of success, which I know is a real thing. And imposter syndrome um, is a way that I would find myself using self-deprecating language, minimizing my, my success or my um, accomplishments. Or even most recently, I realized that I have a hard time receiving positive feedback about my impact on people and the work that I do. So, I mean, this is a lifelong practice of mine. So the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. I would love for you to go to Instagram and comment on the posts for this episode and tell me how you are impeccable with your word. Or maybe if you don't want to participate online, this could be a great journal prompt. Y'all know I love a journal. So impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your word is the first agreement. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. And this one was the first one that really shifted my life as I learned and practiced implementing it. So the basis behind this one is nothing others do is because of you. Literally nothing. And that's a hard thing to wrap your brain around sometimes. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality and their own dreams. So we are all characters in everyone else's stories in our lives. And our personal reality is totally different from theirs. So anything they do is not because of them. Anything we do with when I'm reacting to something, um, my reaction is kind of like its own little universe. 
Um, I'm re- I might be reacting to something, um, but how I react is all mine. So when you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. This is uh, a tenant that I learned about when I was studying Buddhism back in the early 2010s. And it just never clicked for me, the whole duality idea of needless suffering. But this specific agreement really helped me understand that and kind of internalize it. So this helps me as an empath to a non-emotional person um, be able to witness what's happening around me, to become an observer and to sit with my emotions, even if it's just for a few seconds and remember that what's happening around me has nothing to do with me, but I have a hundred percent, I have a hundred percent control over how I respond. So when I'm responding, I will be impeccable with my word and I will make sure that I'm, you know, staying within my integrity, within my value system and how I respond. So number two of the four agreements is don't take anything personally. The third agreement is also one that has transformed my life most recently in the last two or three years, definitely during this pandemic era, as things are changing constantly, and we get so much information, and we don't know what's true and what's not. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. So this one really transformed my personal life, my business life, because I would spend all types of time avoiding conversations that I was either afraid of or I was not being impeccable with my word that would lead me to make assumptions that made, I guess, made the situation worse or led me down a path that didn't actually solve the problem, um, lead me to a solution, or honestly, just make me feel better. Because a lot of this is about your perception of the world. So when you're not making assumptions, you can communicate better with others. You can communicate as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding. This will help you avoid not only misunderstanding, but sadness and drama and disappointment. And sometimes when you ask the questions, the answers you get will make you sad and disappointed, but it's the truth. And if nothing else, we need to be able to rely on the truth. And your truth is different than someone else's truth. But if someone is telling the truth, you have to believe them, right? You don't have to. But if you're not making assumptions and you're not taking anything personally and you're being impeccable with your word, it is a lot easier to accept what's happening around you and figure out the best way that you can live in your values and in your integrity and make the next right step, right? We're all here um, observing and participating and gathering information. So every time you learn something from a struggle or even a victory, it's more information to help you live your best life. Definitely, that is one of my biggest takeaways as I've been implementing these agreements over the last few years. So don't make assumptions. It is kind of part of our culture as Americans, certainly, to just assume things or trust the first thing that we hear that agrees with us. 
And this one also really helped me find my intuition. Everyone's intuition is a little bit different. Some of you might feel it in your gut, like trust that gut instinct. Some of you might feel it as like a spark, like a real spontaneous spark of knowing somewhere in your body. Some people may have to sit with it and wait uh, however many days before you find or feel that intuition. And some people have more of an emotional design to them. And you can't hear your intuition until you're neutral, until you're neither high nor low. And in that case, you might be able to find that gut instinct or body sensation that tells you the right thing for you to do. When we're not listening to our intuition and you, you're not finding that inner knowing, it's so easy to make assumptions. Sometimes it's all we can actually do to move forward. But when you do make assumptions, when I do make assumptions um, and I'm not following my intuition, often it will uh, be made clear to me pretty quickly. And as soon as I uh, breach one of these agreements, Often I will start taking things personally, or I may not be as impeccable with my word because I'm being, I'm reacting impulsively without my highest self being regarded. So don't make assumptions is number three. Our fourth agreement, this is the last one, always do your best. And when I first read this years ago, I thought, well, what the hell does that mean? Like my best is different every day. My best uh, you know, in comparison to who? Well, it's your best in comparison to yourself. So your best is going to change from moment to moment, from day to day. It will be different depending on how you feel. And your feelings, just like your thoughts, are like waves in the ocean. They come and go. And if you're observing them, you can learn from them. You can almost honestly start kind of mapping out how your emotions work. Under any circumstance, simply do your best. And this will help you avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. This number four, this fourth agreement, is what introduced me to the concept of self-compassion. And not just self-love. I feel like that word is being, it's just a buzzword. It's a keyword. It's kind of lost its meaning a little bit for me. Self-compassion, self-judgment, um, or getting rid of the self-judgment really resonates with me right now in the moment in time that I am. So always do my best could mean all kinds of things. I know I've mentioned in previous um, episodes about my bullet journaling and I have a gratitude practice as part of my morning journaling. And that helps me kind of ground myself in the moment and see how I'm feeling so that I can know what I'm capable of, what my best effort for that day will be. And if you're a person with a period I highly recommend going back and listening to our episode with Viani Lee. I learned so much about how my best, quote unquote best, changes with my cycle and how I am totally different every single day I wake up because of my hormones and my cycle. So more information, like I said earlier, allows you to make the best decisions for yourself in that day. So always do your best is a constantly shifting thing. Um, and it has nothing to do with anybody else. So this really helps me um, break free from the comparison monster, especially on social media. Um, always doing my best is making sure that I feel like I have given my best effort 
without getting outside of myself and like burning myself out or staying up too late. It means respecting my own self-care boundaries of like my bedtime and my dietary needs and my rest needs, something I never prioritized for myself before. Um, and it helps me uh, release self-judgment, um, kind of acknowledge that inner critic in our heads. Erica did an amazing Instagram uh, IGTV on her account this week about releasing that inner critic. It just makes me really self-aware in a loving way where I'm really trying to see where I'm at that day and what I can accomplish and still stay within uh, making sure that I'm taking care of myself. That's it, y'all. Those are the four agreements. Let's go back through them one more time. The first one is be impeccable with your word. Number two, don't take anything personally. Number three, don't make assumptions. And number four, always do your best. Now I said in the beginning, this is my code of conduct. It really helps me stay present because it's, it's hard to do these things if you're floating off in your mind or your brain or your anxiety um, about things that aren't happening right in front of you. This really grounds me in the present moment, especially if I'm in any kind of crisis or trauma response or high pressure situation. These are things that I have wrestled with over the years as I go through different life experiences. And I definitely wrestled with these last year during the pandemic. There was a lot of stress that a lot of us went through that we've never experienced before, whether it's circumstances we've never been in, or um, an amount of overwhelm we've never been in, or financial strain, or homeschooling, all of these things. We had so many firsts last year. And these four agreements are what I when I was able to and get really present, come back to. And sometimes they help me a lot. Sometimes they really challenge me to like figure out where I've let myself down in a way that I've gotten outside of my integrity and um, helps me refocus. There's no judgment there. It's just kind of a check-in. Okay, making assumptions. I've made tons of assumptions about whatever, politics, people, the political climate, the health crisis climate, like anything. That was probably my most um, difficult one in the last year, but I've found a way back to feeling pretty balanced and rooted in these four agreements. And it has just changed my entire life. And I hope that you will take the time to be curious about this and maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it won't, but it's always cool to have more information. Thank you so much for listening. I again hope that you will join us online and interact with us about this. This has been such a huge part of my life. If you know me in person, you've probably heard me talk about it. I will also post a graphic about this so you can snapshot it or save it to your phone and go ahead and grab that book. Take a read and see if any of these agreements might help you enhance your life and live a little bit closer to your intuition and present moment self. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to rate and review the podcast and stay curious. Disclaimer. 
This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.